Uh, filling in for, for Jason for this morning's Wealth Coffee Chat. Uh, Jason's indisposed this morning, but we've also got uh, some pretty cool stuff to share with you all today. So uh, give us a shout out as you jump online. Let us know that you're there and uh, and we'll start getting kicking real soon. I don't have as fancy cup as Jason for the uh, for the Wealth Coffee Chat, but I thought Back to the Future might be a uh, might be a good one to bring out in the theme of uh, some of the things that we'll chat about today. Today, we're going to run through a little bit for business owners, uh, accelerate wealth, remove risk and minimise tax. Morning, Alison. Good to see you here. As always, Kelly, morning. It's early over where you are. Very early. Early risers. And Sharon, good to see you, Shazza. Looking forward to catching up with you soon as well over the weekend at one of our uh, business learning opportunities. Uh, Let me just close this. Who else have we got here? We've got uh, Kelly, Kelly Ann. Welcome. Good to have you here. So it looks like we're getting the get usual gang on board. As I said, uh, filling in for Jason this morning, he's currently indisposed, uh, but we've got some cool things to chat with you about. Uh, we're running uh, a special event tomorrow, which if you want, you can be a part of, and I'll take you through what that looks like. And I thought I'd also have a little bit of a chat with all of you about the most recent headlines that have been smashing us last night. Um, about, you know, $58 billion wiped off the Australian market and, and let's just maybe have a little bit of a cut through and, and have a look and see how much is really behind it. Morning, Luke. Good to have you here, mate. Uh, so actually, I think this is my wealth, my first wealth coffee chat. So uh, gang, please let me know as we go through and um, uh, if, if I'm doing as well as Jason or uh, if I need to lift my game, just uh, tell me to lift my game if I need to sharpen the axe a little bit. But, uh, but here we go, gang. Morning, Karen. All right. So first of all, I'll just introduce you to a little bit of a, an initiative that, uh, that we've got happening tomorrow. So Jason and I have been working on something pretty much ever since we started Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. Uh, <laughs> what have we got here? We're watching closely, looking forward to your feedback, Alison. So I don't want to drop the ball. I want to make sure that we are on the button this morning. Uh, but uh, we've got the whole gang here, which is great. Brad, awesome to have you on board. How's the mosquito bite? Brad, jeepers creepers, uh, you already know. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, uh, the reason why Wealth, Wine and Wisdom hasn't been happening for the last few weeks uh, is because I went to Atataki, took a, took a break. I kite surf. I help a mate of mine from Kite Republic uh, with kite tours over to the beautiful Atataki. And, of course, I have a great time as well. And... Um, uh, I got bitten by a mosquito. Now, I'm not sure if you can see this, but I was actually in hospital last night uh, because scratched the surface of it. Uh, and yesterday, all of a sudden, uh, it was like a staph or some sort of infection just started eating through my ear, uh, which was pretty scary. Uh, so, you know, it's not all beautiful palm trees and things like that in the, uh, in the wonderful tropics. It can be quite treacherous. But uh, anyway, gang, let's uh, let's. That's enough about me. Let's get into it. Uh, as I said, Jason and I tomorrow will be running uh, what we're calling the exit plan, and this is the culmination of uh, a lot of the strategies and a lot of the structure that we've been putting together uh, over the last three years, uh, combining our both of our minds from both, and, and this is for business owners specifically. Um, uh, for all of the investors, uh, in a minute, I'm going to chat to you about inflation and the knockoff of, uh, of uh, a significant amount of money um, and obviously the, 
the Twitter junkies and the clickbait journalism is rife and well, but let's just calm all of that down. So I'm going to get into some of the inflation data and some of the stock market stuff in a moment. But uh, as I said, uh, for small to medium business owners, uh, Jason and I are launching tomorrow an initiative that we've been putting together called the Exit Plan. Uh, and this is ultimately the culmination of uh, our mutual journeys uh, brought together in a symbiotic way. And what I mean by that is Jason's uh, been a business owner for, oh gosh, 30 years, uh, pretty close to that, I would say, and uh, and had a lot of knocks along the way. Um, I was in the investment banking, corporate banking uh, arena, whereby we used to sort of attack things from top down. And so we used to be a predator uh, in the mergers and acquisitions space. Uh, for many years. So the two of us have a fairly unique knowledge set that when you bring them together, um, it can help business owners protect themselves against the dangers that they don't even know exist, uh, help them protect their business and their family and uh, and basically what we call a lifetime of effort, everything that you've uh, worked for over the course of your life, um, help you protect that. Right? We can Using those strategies, we can help you accelerate wealth as well From because a lot of business owners, everyone thinks business owners are wealthy because they drive a nice car, but we all know as business owners that's a tax deduction. So true wealth, how do you build that as a business owner when you're focusing on so many other things? And it's a street fighter sport where a single blow can be a knockout blow. Uh, and then the big one is how do we minimize tax on that? So tomorrow uh, and from 9.30 to 12.30, Jason and I are doing our first launch of that. It's totally free. Uh, so you guys want to come along if you're a business owner uh, and you want to learn how to protect your business better, you want to accelerate your wealth, how to protect or remove risk um, and minimize your tax, we're going to be talking about our system and processes to how to do that. So if that's you and you'd like to join us tomorrow from 9.30 to 12.30, write exit plan uh, in the chat uh, or in whatever social stream you're coming in on. Write exit plan in there and we'll send you a link so that you can register for that event. Uh, as I said, we're, we're pretty psyched to be bringing it out. We've been working on it for you know three years and in the process of writing a book on it as well. So for those of you who are keen to join us, write exit plan. Do that now, right? Exit plan in there. We'll drop a link um, so that you guys can access that and join us from 9.30 to 12.30 tomorrow. That's Eastern Standard Time. Um, oh, wow. Okay, cool. So there's a number of you who are who are super interested, which will be awesome. Um, we'll love to spend the time. You guys know that Jason and I love to wax lyrical about this sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, this is us ultimately putting our brains together so that we can help business owners navigate what is a treacherous field. I don't know if you all know it, but here's the statistics. And this is American statistics, but it's the biggest sample size that we use. Um, out of 28, 28, uh, 28 million businesses uh, are launched every single year in America. Of those businesses, only 4%, 4% of those businesses actually um, get above a million dollars in revenue. And only 0.4% of those business owners will actually get above $4 million in revenue. Uh, and then the statistics drop off very, very rapidly. And that's because business is one of the toughest sports that you can engage in, bar none. It is a take no prisoners. It is a jungle. Everything is out to eat you. There are no friends around. Or if you find a friends uh, like Jason and I have with each other, um, the journey is much, much easier, but it is still walking through the Amazon where everything wants to eat you alive. Great opportunities there, but ultimately a single wrong step can see 10 or 15 years blow up just because you weren't aware of something. Uh, and in our mutual journeys, we have either blown up or been blown up um, multiple times. And what we're here to 
share is ultimately all of the things that we now know in order to protect that business, to be able to minimize the tax and be able to grow the wealth for business owners. So that's what we're going to be chatting about tomorrow. Uh, and by the looks of it, uh, there's already somebody uh, who's already registered. You might have seen it on Facebook, one of the adverts- advertisements that Jason and I had out there. We were swearing like troopers uh, through it. So I was interested to see how it goes. But uh, really looking forward to running through that 9.30 to 12.30 uh, tomorrow uh, on Friday. It is tomorrow. Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, again, if you want to join us, write exit plan in the chat and we'll make sure that we drop in a link for you. Keep an eye out because it won't be straight away, but it'll be this morning so you can register for tomorrow. So, gang, uh, Wealth Coffee Chat is all about uh, updates and, uh, and letting people know about what's happening in the, in the world and the market. And because tomorrow we'll be doing the exit plan, we won't be doing Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. That'll be back the following week. Uh, but I thought that who'd like to have a little bit of a chat about this inflation data stuff, right? Who'd like to have a chat about who got the shit scared out of them when they said, you know, 58 million uh, wiped out of the share market last night? Um, just let us know. Just put a Y in the chat box if, if that was you. It was You saw the headlines, you freaked out a little bit. Or if you were just like chilled about it, just put a C uh, in the chat and let me know that you were chilled because, you kind of listen to Jason and I and you understand that uh, quite a lot of the time this stuff is just clickbait. Um, temporarily worried? Yeah, Alison, totally. Uh, Aaron, yeah. And but fair call, right? It's a big headline that goes out there. Calm Bradley, which is awesome. Um, and, you know, you, you know the drill, right? So let's have a little bit of a look behind the scenes uh, as to the reason why. Oh, look, I think that the headlines are, are, are ridiculous. I think there's opportunities uh, that are available to us as a result of it. But um, but let's have a little bit of a look. Let's have a look, see, gang, as to what's going on. So I'm going to share with you something from Bloomberg, uh, which is one of my favourite uh, favorite sites to look at. So if, if you guys don't like clickbait journalism or you just get sick and tired of it, what's the best view? I reckon it's going to be this one. Um, if you're a bit sick of it, have a look at the publications that you look at. You know that Jason and I love... Um, uh, love our Fin review, although we've uh, we've sort of gone off at a little bit of recent times. Uh, but ultimately, Bloomberg, great source of data. They've also got a live stream. I've got no reason to plug them other than I think that it's just a good source of data. So what we're looking at here is we're looking at the S&P 500. So the S&P 500 is effectively a, uh, an index that is the representation of the, uh, the top 500 stocks in the US, Right. Um, so as you can see here, last last night, last little bit of time, took a fairly aggressive dive um, and they talk, called it a tech wreck. Um, it's actually had about 20 different names in the last 12, uh, 24 hours, which is awesome. You know, the big tech sell-off, the big tech wreck. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the tech sector has been sold off pretty aggressively ever since interest rates started to rise. So there's really no new news in that. It's old news with a new headline. Right, so we knew, and we've talked about it a lot, that those big tech stocks, you know, that are what we call growth stocks, and growth stocks are stocks that, you know, uh, when interest rates are low, benefit greatly because their ability to leverage, they basically borrow money for nothing, and then they go and deploy that into into tech sectors, and they can turn around and make a lot of money, right? But there's not necessarily a lot of income coming in as a result of that. It's the growth story, you know, where are things going? as opposed to value stocks, which are value stocks and stocks that have solid income streams that back the story, not just growth at all costs. Now, 
what's happened last night is, uh, or the other day, was based off uh, US inflationary data. So if we have a little bit of a look um, at the US inflationary data, like it's not a great picture and it's not a great picture out here in Australia either. So if we have a look at the 12-month uh, percentage change in the consumer price index, so this is inflation, this is the cost of good change in the US over the last 12 months, right, to July. So this new data for here is going to be updated over the next week, right, and that's what a lot of these headlines are about. So we can see here energy, no surprise, it's still up um, and it will be up for a little while until you know, the, the Ukraine potentially stabilises or, um, or our market and our energy market starts to be able to mobilise um, a little bit more aggressively. But it takes time for this to mobilise around the US, around the world. So this, this isn't anything new to us. This is old news. We know that it's around and we know that we have to deal with it. Um, food, we've talked about this probably in Wealth Coffee Chats with Jason, but also in Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. Um, food, again, that's significant. Energy drives food prices as well because we need to fill the trucks in order to get the energy out there. Um, so these two are still the big anomalous parts that are driving a lot of inflation, right? This isn't new, right? It's just been packaged up in a headline and markets have reacted as if this is brand new news, right? So all other items... Still 8.5% change, which is fairly significant, but we've come off times of very, very low inflation for a very long period of time. So the reason why I bring this up is really when we're talking about the change, and now this is going to get a little bit busy, but just follow me, follow with me, right? What we're looking at here in the right column is a 12-month percentage change, right? So how much has the consumer price index, so inflation, how much has that changed since... 12 months ago. So when we look at the right column here, we go, okay, well, it's up 8.5% since uh, July 2021, right? Now, they're actually expecting it to be about 8.5% again for next month. But all of a sudden, there's this big hullabaloo that um, inflation is out of control in the US and all of a sudden that should have a big impact on markets. Now, yes, inflation is still heavy, but it's not out of control in comparison to last month, right? So this is where we need some relativity. If you really wanted to have a shit fit, I'd say that potentially the shit fit would have happened um, in June where it was almost 10% change. So June 2022, as opposed to June 2021, it was actually up 9.1%. So the data that we're receiving, gang, is that uh, is that it's likely to be another 8.5%. So Effectively, what we've seen, what we've seen over the last 24 hours or so, is a reaction to the Fed in the US saying that inflation is still out of control and we're likely to do a 75 basis point rate hike and maybe up to one percent rate hike. Now, this is the US, not in Australia, right? Um, now, the last rate hike that they did was 75 percent, right, and it didn't have the same sort of result. So. In markets, we sometimes have these things that don't make sense that are driven quite often by speculation, emotion in the markets, um, and quite often, you know, news. Uh, they're sometimes underpinned by other market forces. But I'll take you back to something that we spoke about, oh, it was a long time ago now, uh, and I can't actually remember the year. 
But the markets, uh, and we, we spoke with our clients a lot about it, and it was before COVID. And all of a sudden, the markets fell off the edge of a cliff, right? There was about a 20% drop in the Australian share market. And the news behind it was Greece has defaulted on its national debt or is going to default on its national debt. And then all of a sudden, there was this big talk and this concept called the pigs, um, which is Portugal, um, Italy, Greece, and Spain, right? The pigs, nicely named. Uh, and they were named the pigs because they had the largest amount of lending uh, and they had, uh, you know, their gross domestic product. So if you call them a business, their profitability was low and their borrowing was very high. And so Greece were about to default and all of a sudden this became public news and markets reacted by about 20%. The headlines everywhere was Greece. Uh, Greece is going to default um, and the pigs, you know, are going to destabilise Europe. Well, that didn't happen, uh, clearly, you know, uh, and and this is, we're talking about five or six years ago, Um, clearly didn't happen. But the headline was captured, the markets reacted to something that, well, let's let's just understand this. And if anybody knows the answer to this, this would be really good. How many times have Greece basically defaulted on paying back their national debt? Work it in the chat if you know the answer to that. My point being is it's more than once and it's more than once in a row. Uh, it'd be interesting to know how many times you guys think it's been. But the journalism that you saw out there, the clickbait that was out there was saying that, oh, my God, Greece is going to default. It's going to destabilise the whole of Europe. It's over. The gravy train's over. It's the end. It's the beginning of the end. Um, Greece defaults and then all of the other countries default off the back of them and it was market chaos and it was horrible. Um, now, the reality is we've got a Facebook user saying three um, it's definitely more than three. Uh, I'd venture to say that um, if some of you have teenage kids, that's probably representative of how many years it's been since uh, Greece has actually um, honoured its, uh, its, its debt. I don't actually know the answer. I, I used to, but it's a lot. It's many, many years that they've defaulted on their debt. It's just it became public information. It became a headline. It scared the shit out of markets. It was a great story. Um, and, uh, and as a result, you know, it destabilised things. This data that's come out over the last 24 hours from the US, it's not new data. We knew that energy prices are high. We knew that inflation is still high based on energy and food prices over in the US. Um, we knew that uh, the Fed was likely to come out and raise interest rates by 7.5%, right? This has all been broadcast out, and if anything, uh, if you want my opinion on it, uh, is that Powell is projecting out to the market uh, like he did in lowering rates, but it was just more fun when he lowered rates because we knew when you lower rates, the markets were going to go flying up. So it was a lot easier. Um, But he's projecting out so that it's not a shock uh, to the broader economy and to the US. So if we know that there's a likelihood of a a 50 to 100 point basis rise, which is 0.5% to a percent increase in the cash rate in the US, then the market can start to plan for it. So gang, my my take on this is that yes, it's bad uh, that markets dropped and there was a a 2.5% drop off in markets. Uh, It happened quickly. Uh, but if we have a look at it, let's just have a quick look at the S&P, uh, sorry, the ASX 200. Let's have a, 
a look at a little bit of a look see at that over the past month. Right. So we're just having a look at no warp statistics here. So this kind of drop that we've actually seen, well, it happened, but it happened over the course of maybe two weeks or a week and a half rather than an instantaneous kind of one and a half day type of a slide. So this type of movement happens in markets all the time. If we have a look at what's been happening over the last six months, you can see that this type of volatility has happened before, right? We are in times of heightened volatility of markets, right? But when we have a look at markets over time, um, then markets stabilise. And as Jason would say, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. We're not good time Charlies here. Hopefully I got that right. Let me know if I didn't. I've heard him say it a few times. But ultimately, gang, I think that you know, there are opportunities that come from these moments. They're not things to destabilise your long-term strategy. It's noise out there that, yes, it's interesting. Uh, and it's interesting that it creates conversations like we're having this morning. And, and hopefully you've found that this has been a valuable one. Hopefully I've represented Jason well on the Wealth Coffee Chats. But gang, hold tight to your strategy. Hopefully all is well. Don't freak out too much when you, you see the journalists all vying to find who can come up with the most traumatic headline out there. Because um, if you do, we're all going to be seeking the, the, uh, the work of psychologists in order to be able to get through the news weekly. Uh, maybe we should call it Psychologist News Weekly. But anyway, gang, uh, that's it from me about the inflation buzz. Let, give us a yes if you thought that that was valuable. Um, if you think that I can better my game, uh, put a B for Andy, you got to better your game. It wasn't, uh, wasn't as good. But uh, just recapping, uh, if any of you want to join us uh, tomorrow, uh, 9.30 to 12.30, uh, Jason and I will be running through the exit plan uh, with Marcus, who's an amazing host as well. Um, and uh, we're going to be talking all things about how to accelerate wealth, remove risk, uh, minimise tax for business owners out there. Uh, ultimately, the shared uh, wealth of knowledge that the two of us have got in and around small to medium business uh, so that we can help you navigate it and make sure that your lifetime of effort is uh, is appreciated, is honoured and ultimately exists for a lifetime. So if you would like uh, to be a part of it, write exit plan uh, in the chat. And we'll look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. And Jason will be back for a Wealth Coffee chat uh, with you guys real soon. Thanks, gang. Have a great week. Look forward to seeing some of you tomorrow and uh, appreciate all of your feedback and, uh, and participation, gang. Love you all. See you. Oh, that's it for another Wealth Coffee chat. <laughs> 